0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sustainability Speaks. I'm your host, Anastasia. And on today's podcast, I'm very excited to welcome Shmeek from Trust Trace. Shmeek, would you please like to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your organization?
1: Sure, Anastasia. So I am the CEO and the co-founder of Trust Trace. And uh, Trust Trace is a digital platform for product traceability and supply chain transparency. Uh, we predominantly focus on the fashion and the textile industry, helping the fashion industry uh, and their executives to understand where the product, product is made, who has made it, how it has been made, and uh, things like what has been their environmental or the social footprint. Uh, we are a Stockholm headquartered company with a large presence in India and expanding globally
0: great thank you for that overview and you do very important work because i'm sure a lot of our listeners um, understand and are familiar with so at the moment i know that you work with over 40 brands including adidas helping them ensure that they have sustainable supply chains and inevitably as you mentioned you also have a very big presence in india so how do you ensure (coughs) that cross-border sustainability and traceability
1: so we are a B2B SaaS platform. What it means is that uh, we are selling into the fashion brands uh, and then the fashion brands use our platform to uh, ma- uh, map their supply chains, work with the suppliers to improve the performance of the suppliers with respect to things like renewable energy, better living, uh, better working conditions for the workers, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And the third thing we are doing is we are helping the fashion brands to ensure uh, increased percentage of sustainable materials flows in their supply chain. So these are the predominantly three activities that the platform is used for. Uh, Our job is to enable the fashion brands to do these activities more efficiently and using good quality data. And that is what is the purpose of the company that we want to rewire the supply the fashion industry supply chain towards more sustainable products there. Uh, so which means that we as a company do not offer the service directly to the suppliers, but what we do is that we are making the platform super intelligent and super intuitive so that the brands can use this to get the data from the uh, suppliers. And yes, you are right. we have we are working now with Adidas. Uh, We work with almost uh, a large percentage of their suppliers uh, and they are recording more than a million transactions every uh, month now in the platform.
0: Great, that's very impressive. Big congratulations. Thank Um, you. And I guess also while I'm very curious about in terms of tracking the sustainability of the supply chain, um, who sets the key performance indicators Is it some regulation, or does the brand decide who's using your platform, or do you also advise um, your users and the brands that you work with in terms of what would a sustainable supply chain look like versus what wouldn't look sustainable?
1: That's right. So I think uh, it is very important for for us to understand the context of trust trace, right? Uh, So trust trace is a tool that the brands are using for two or three main uh, activities. One is their consumers, the consumers of the brand, uh, which are people who you and I who walk into a store or go into an e-commerce website and order a product. We are demanding transparency from the fashion brands. We want to know that when a particular product that I am buying is sustainably made, it has been ethically made, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. There. Second thing is there's increasing number of regulations, more than 20 plus regulations between Europe and the US, uh, which is pushing the brands to ensure that they own the uh, the complete supply chain, which means that they just cannot make a, a regular claim. If they are making any claim about a product being sustainable or greener, they need to have proper evidence behind it. There's a significant amount of crackdowns happening on, Greenwashing, etc., in Europe, and now, of course, in, in the US, also there, there. The third aspect is <clears throat> the established brands or conventional brands are now being challenged by sustainability leaders in their marketplace. So, for example, now if you are a sustainable brand, you can get good, uh, 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 easy access to capital by raising sustainable bonds or sustainable ipos you can now deploy that capital to develop sustainable products which have got much more loyal customers and the brand loyalty is much higher right and then you can follow it through with circular business models which makes your dependency on virgin fibers uh, much lower so you are not exposed to the regular claims about uh, uh, sustainable materials so much there So all in all, these brands are under tremendous amount of pressure and then the executives now need to act now on this one. And that is where I think we are leveraging a a multitude of technologies such as artificial intelligence, blockchain, bots, uh, uh, as well as we are a cloud-based platform and all that. In order for the brands to have a, a best solution, which integrates into different kind of data, uh, master data systems. They have like ERP or a PLM. And then also our platform then builds on top of this data, giving them much, much more richer data when it comes to sustainability performances. Uh, Just to give you an idea, A brand which was earlier focused on a top line and a bottom line will typically be negotiating with their suppliers only on one or two dimensions, like quantity, quality, and cost. Right Now we are pushing them to also collect sustainability scores, as well as information about sustainability material flows, which adds at least three or four different dimensions to their uh, interactions with the supply chain, and that makes it more complex. And our job is to make it much, much more streamlined, much, much more simpler for the brands to act on it. And in this whole process, what happens is that you are trying to make the uh, the earth much, or the planet and the people much, much more sustainable. There. Yeah.
0: And just building on that, would you say that supply chain traceability is necessary for truly sustainable fashion, and, and also? even if for example brands do trace their supply chains and they are sustainable if they're still a fast fashion brand how would how 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 would you say that would affect their sustainability
1: uh so i think i will coin the adage so uh, if you want if a brand wants to be sustainable traceability is a must that is the first step towards sustainability but just by being having traceability you are not need not be sustainable right so uh, no so in essence no brand can be sustainable without traceability but with just with the traceability you cannot be sustainable also right so that is the fundamental understanding that we have to understand because traceability is a tool traceability can uh, support them in multiple different ways. Of course, making your product more sustainable, but also to understand how the supply chain looks like. How do you can optimize your supply chain? How can you have on demand supply chain, etc., etc. However, as of now, in trust trace, our core focus is towards uh, the sustainability through traceability. There. Coming to the next part of your question, which was about fast fashion. So, generically, any fashion be it uh, and not by fashion any consumer product or any product end product you need to have traceability and this goes to the fundamentals of business if you go to business around uh, 20 30 40 years back uh, I think everybody knew their supply chain really well I think fashion in the last 40 45 years has become much much more globalized much much more Uh, long supply chains and they have lost the control on the supply chain it is super essential that they gain back this control how the product is coming where the product is coming generally apart from the uh, normal uh, performance about sustainability also so yes uh, fast fashion or any other fashion uh, sub-segment of the fashion industry needs to be uh, have traceability supply chain But what is super critical for them to know is that once you have the traceability-related data, you need to take certain other decisions to make your products much more sustainable and your business much more sustainable towards it.
0: Also, the fashion industry is known for being quite bad when it comes to greenwashing. So I'm very curious to know... How does your organization, and also just traceability in general, how does it help hold brands more accountable, and then also eradicate um, them greenwashing about their supply chains?
1: So, uh, so I think we um, have to understand. So, in the in the fashion domain, you have got sustainability leaders. These are people who have been. Uh, or sustainability natives who have been doing sustainability from the day they were born Uh, these are companies whose fundamental principles of operations are based on uh, sustainability that they want to use the business to make a change so this is what i call uh, typically a sustainability leader then you have got sustainability challenges these are people who now see the, the tide is moving towards more sustainable products let's pivot our business towards sustainability. So their challenges, they're uh, setting uh, uh, science-based targets and going after those, right? And the third one are uh, sustainability laggards who are still skeptical about this whole trend of uh, they they think that sustainability is a trend or a fad. Uh, It will go away and then they are just watching the space there, right? Now, if you look at typically and when you consider this to be a fad or a trend, you will typically say, oh, I am also sustainable. And then you will say in big bold letters, sustainable, and then in fine print packaging, uh, right? So just by packaging the product in sustainable, maybe uh, the materials, you're calling it to be a sustainable. So this is becoming much, much more uh, uh eye-catching nowadays and i think our more uh, eyesore i think for many of the consumers so consumers should watch out for and it is very very belated if you really look at a particular label the green and you can you the we as consumers should uh, question the brand or the retailer that on what basis are you calling this uh, sustainable uh, anyway the trend in the fashion industry is that we we are not walking into a store and just buying a garment right we are typically going online stores we are doing a lot of research i think in these researchers we should typically look at good quality raw data and not look just at a label uh, because if we if we are more curious if we are more inquisitive about what is the what is the story behind those descriptions i think we will be uh we uh, will be taking care of the greenwashing issues and of course it, we are consumers are being more and more helped by the new regulations that are coming in and hopefully at, we will find a, a level playing ground where the really the star products are able to shine better than the uh, products which are not so good in the in the sustainability credentials there
0: yeah i completely agree with you on that and i think that those are all very Strong and valid points. But also, I'm very curious to know what your thoughts are in terms of, as you mentioned, traceability is super important for a brand to be sustainable. And as you mentioned, consumers are becoming a lot more sustainability conscious, and a lot of them should actually go further and look beyond just the label. If someone, if a consumer wants to look, for example, at the traceability of a brand supply chain, As you mentioned, there is also a lot of data which goes into traceability. How can Mm -hmm. that be reported in a consumer friendly way, do you think?
1: So, that's a very good question. And I think uh, if you see currently, every brand tries to do it in their own way because everybody wants to say, and and they want to highlight the areas of course where they are doing better than others, right? Uh, There, when they're presenting this data. And I think there is a Uh, regulations under discussion in the European Parliament called uh, Product Environmental Footprint and that will, the idea is there to standardize the complete methodology about how do you report uh, the green credentials or the sustainable credentials of it. Uh, While all of this is going on, I think we should, basic, uh, the consumer should ask fundamental basic questions about, can you please tell me what does your supply chain look like? Who has made it? kind of a thing. Uh, Fashion revolution runs this campaign called who made it kind of a thing uh, thing. and on top of it you should be able to uh, ask the brands that can you please give me some uh, coverage on uh, carbon footprint or water intensity or land intensity. The fashion brand may not have all the data today but if you ask uh, continuously this question it typically will go back to the fashion brand and to the executives in the fashion brand and then they will start thinking on those things because we have to understand sustainable fashion is a journey you just don't ask five questions and then it gets answered and you you have achieved the final state Uh, you may have five questions on environmental but tomorrow you may have five more questions on the social aspects of it or 10 more questions about the ethical aspect of this so we have to continuously push this because at the end of the day by questioning this to the fashion brands we are making the ecosystem much much more sustainable much much more open and transparent There, so that I think generally we have to be very very curious and we have to not settle down for uh, a simple answer that okay this is a green or a sustainable Uh, that is I would say uh, lazy buying that we will be doing we have to be Uh, conscious when we are buying something or uh, even uh, subscribing something uh, in terms of rental garments also.
0: And from your experience what would perhaps be your top three tips to consumers to spot greenwashing?
1: I'm no expert in this but typically the things that I typically do when I am buying any product or any garment is beware of unnatural use, use of word green or sustainable. Uh, too much of green, uh, too much of uh, sustainable is a red flag for me. Uh, second thing that you can see the, uh, you must look at a price point and you sh- the price point should make a sense to you that does this price point truly reflect the true cost of production? Uh, it is, uh, you cannot have a $5 t-shirt, right? Uh, uh, if you have being a true cost to it. And uh, finally, uh, brands which are uh, 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 much more greener and sustainable, they will talk about the challenges that they are facing when they're buying the product. So not only look at the good things, but also look at what are the challenges they're facing because they will be very open about what they can say, what they cannot say there. So I think this is a very, very common sense way of uh, uh, acting on a specific so if you if you if anybody is a conscious buyer and looks into these two three aspects, I think you will be typically be able to make a sense how much sustainable it, the product is.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I think so much of it actually has to do with common sense versus, yeah. you know, knowing facts, <laughs> um, which obviously are super helpful as well. But I think common sense should be the baseline when you're shopping and Earlier on, you also mentioned some laws and regulations which are being implemented, which um, affect sustainable supply chains and also the traceability of those. Um, How are they impacting fashion brands, then subsequently consumers? Perhaps if we, you know, I know that that the EU has a lot of laws in relation to this. um, And then you also mentioned that the US is also starting to implement some
1: yeah so i think uh, eu started around i think with, because they said that the, the 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 covid recovery has to be a green recovery and then they uh, had a lot of discussions and debates about eu textile policy which says that, uh, that the fashion should fashion industry should be sustainable and all that kind of thing and they have there's plethora of laws that have come out uh, out of the textile policy Uh, Then there is this product environmental footprint, which does not only cover fashion, it covers food, all the consumer goods industry, and a few other industries also. So it is a uh, wide-reaching environmental footprint story uh, there. Then there each country in Europe are also bringing their own laws, like Norwegian Transparency Law or German Transparency Law or UK's crackdown on greenwashing uh, 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 products and France cracked down on greenwashing products uh, france has also created a product passport law which means that you have to be telling the full story of the product and also the circular circular inten- intention and intensity of the product there in the us i think uh, one big one which has which has just got uh, in, got into enforcement is the cbp law uh, which is the uh, customs border protection, effectively a crackdown on forced labor-impacted uh, productions. And uh, the direct impact is on the cotton coming from the Xinjiang region in, in China. Uh, so that is the uh, one that is already implemented, already in function, and and brands have to prove to the authorities that a particular product does not have uh, Xinjiang cotton in it uh, there. Uh, and and if if they are not able to prove their products, may be withheld in the ports uh, at the entry point. So there is a significant impact on the supply chain. Uh, then there is this New York State's bill on uh, Fashion Sustainability uh, Act, what they are calling, which means that all the products should have at least fifty percent of their supply chains uh, transparent, uh, uh, shared with the consumers. So that and New York is a very important state when it comes to uh, fashion because of the new York fashion week etc uh, and it sets the generally tone of the fashion industry at least in the us and the northern america market uh, also there's a federal bill under discussion called the fabric act uh, which has to do with the uh generally uh, uh proper pay to the workers and a standardized pay to across the globe kind of thing. So you can see that these laws are coming, but I think it is very, very evident that uh, this, these laws are just the beginning of the whole transformation that the uh, government is doing. So in, in essence, the governments in North America, uh, as well as uh, in Europe are helping the uh, consumers voice better so that earlier the consumers were only demanding for this transparency for more sustainable products but then the brands could do certain things because they they are a much more powerful entity but now through regulations I think uh, that voice is becoming bigger and bigger and and, uh, the brands have to act now Uh, because left to their own means they have been very slow in transforming their industry and we cannot uh, have such a Critical industry with the kind of size it is a at the end of end of the day a two trillion dollar industry globally, so you, if they change it can have a significant impact on the overall health of the planet
0: yeah, absolutely, and I also think, as you mentioned, those laws and regulations are amplifying the voices of consumers, which is super important, but also I think it's very important for them to also give guidance to all the fashion brands as you said because they have such a big influence and if they have a very clear criteria in terms of by which they need to abide by that also inevitably makes doesn't make their job easier but they all they do also have that level of guidance which i think is very helpful and will accelerate change as well um i also wanted to ask so as I've read in terms of Trust Trace, you know, you have been super successful. You've been mentioned in Forbes, and also you work with a lot of great brands. Um, For the company itself, what are some of your future goals, perhaps, let's say, in the next couple of years?
1: Uh, So I think where we started, when we started Trust Trace, we were four co-founders who were coming from India, and we could see the ill effects of the irresponsible supply chain. And we started this whole trust race as a mission to uh, rewire the supply chain, and our vision was to have a uh, renovated planet, which is much more regenerative, which which much which has which is much more sustainable. Uh, there, uh, and our vision still continues to be that to have a renovated planet. And in that whole process, we are currently working with the fashion industry predominantly, and we started have started working with. The, uh, larger brands uh, a lot now. Uh, initially, we built the whole solution working with the sustainability leaders coming from Sweden, uh, which is also happens to be the Silicon Valley of sustainability uh, there. So that's where we started, but now we expanded into Europe and now into the uh, US there. So we are trying to bring a major change into the fashion industry. Uh, and that remains to be our goal for the next two to three years. And hopefully, after that, we will expand into other industries uh, there. Uh, so, in short, yeah, the next two to three years is going to be very exciting, working with the uh, key names in the fashion industry so that we are able to make the supply chains much, much more uh, sustainable, much, much more traceable, and transparent.
0: Great. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of goals, which is obviously very positive and always good to strive for more. Um, But thank you so much for your time, Shmeek, for joining me on this podcast. It's been a very interesting discussion. Um, And to all of the listeners, I will link all of the information to Trust Trace in the description of this podcast. So I highly encourage you to check them out. And also if you're a brand and you want to trace your supply chain, then you know also where to go. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Anastasia. Lovely talking to
0: you. For all of our listeners, please ensure to follow Sustainability Speaks on Spotify, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook for future updates. Thank you for listening.